Welcome back to Hattiesburg inside of Reed Green Coliseum as we get set for James Madison's conference matchup against Southern Miss. I'm Corey Spector. We've got James Madison head coach Sean O'Regan with us. Coach, as always, thanks so much for taking the time. Uh, actually, today I wanted to start by taking you off the basketball court and with uh, a couple of coaching changes and, and moves over the last uh, 24 hours with uh, New England head coach Bill Belichick parting ways with the Patriots and then Nick Saban just announced his retirement with Alabama. And I'm just curious, as a coach, obviously it's a, a different sport and a different gender, but anything you've taken over the years from those two gentlemen? Um, uh, first, thanks for having me. Second of all, yeah, I mean, um, you know, um, actually the third one for me that, that you didn't even mention, which I think is under the radar today, is Pete Carroll. Um, and it's funny, um, Pete Carroll was the Patriots head coach when I was growing up in Vermont. And uh, in the weirdest way, I didn't, I didn't like him. Uh, there, was a, there was a play, I think they were playing the Bills, and the Bills left the field early on a, on a Patriots touchdown. And um, Pete Carroll decided to go for two because the Bills weren't even out there. Um, and it just rubbed me the wrong way. And fr from that moment on, I didn't like the Patriots for the longest time. I ended up liking the, the New York Giants. And um, then all of a sudden, the Patriots got good. Um, and so everybody around me loved the Patriots. I probably should have liked the Patriots. Um, but uh, Pete Carroll and Drew Bledsoe were the reason I didn't like the Patriots for some reason. So uh, random story I know. I've actually, um, sure, with, with I think Belichick and Saban both um, – kind of come from the same credo right where it's a it's a business approach uh do your job um nothing gets in the way of you doing your job right and that's that's discipline that's toughness um and i I've, you know you you take a uh, a percentage of that into your coaching that that is not necessarily how i coach right um and they're great at it i just I think you got to be yourself in coaching, and so um, for for those two, it worked really well for them. Um, they're both really impressive. I I think I'm a little bit more from the Pete Carroll cloth, right? So as much as I didn't like him, his time in Seattle, um, he's he's more of an enthusiastic motivator. Um, he's more of a uh, he's a warm. One of his quotes is warm but demanding, and that kind of um, you know shaped me. I even said it in my interview at James Madison. Um, and that's 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 what I kind of aspire to be. Is I'm not the the disciplinarian, straight-faced, um, not going to give you an answer in a press conference like Belichick, right? But um, I'm more of a, a Pete Carroll, where I'll show a little bit more of the emotions. Um, and I think there's so many different ways you can coach, right? Now Saban and Belichick, you could argue, are the two best at their at their um, in their what genre you could say. Um, and I don't I don't know. I mean. I don't know enough about it, right, to be one of those pundits talking about it and, and knowing um, if how Belichick compares or Saban compares. It doesn't matter. They're in the conversation, and so that's a that's pretty cool. But um, it's, it's a weird weird day for me. Um, I, you know, I don't think Belichick's done. Um, I think I think obviously Saban is, but um, pretty pretty amazing what he did for Alabama after a, a dry spell for them. Right, was at LSU, did it championship, went to the went to the NFL and then came back and revived a really good program. So a lot to take from, from all three of those guys. Um, 
And, you know, I think they, they, those guys, they set the bar, man. Um, it, it's really it's impressive what they've done. You're not putting an application in for any of those three jobs, right? <laughs> no, I, would, I wish I had those qualifications. That'd be fun, but no, not just, for me. Just making sure. For me. Uh, on a much different note, uh, we'll get into Southern Miss and, and what the Eagles uh, present as a challenge today. But let, let's talk about their head coach. I, I know you put mm-hmm. out a video on social media the other day, but their head coach, Joy Lee McNellis, is now battling her third bout with stage four lung cancer. And... Obviously, this is an Eagles team last year that finished with the same regular season record as you. You got to know them a little bit. Uh, also curious, just your impressions of, of what she's been battling and, and mm-hmm. how she's overcome those challenges and still coach this basketball team. Yeah, that, that's the most impressive part for me is that I, I have no idea how hard that is, and I know it's hard. Um, you know, and, and, and this is something that, um, yeah, she, she's battled throughout, um, you know, her time. Um, and so... You know, I just I just know her really from afar um, and respected her from afar as far as what they've done here, uh, who they've been, um, and and you know my only experience is coming down here last year and and going they were two and zero three and zero at the time we were three and zero at the time, and it was it felt like a battle for first place, um, you know and and you know obviously you follow the Sun Belt now as it goes and for them to be seven and zero beating Ole Miss at home. Um, and all the stuff she's battling, man, I, I just, I can't imagine how that is day to day. And, and we spent some time at Sunbelt meetings. Um, you know, she's got what, you know, they would describe during COVID as like an N95 mask, right? Of course. Um, and I just, I just feel for anybody going through something like that because I just, I've been lucky enough to not know how that is. Um, thank God. Um, but I, I'm, I'm very sympathetic to, to how that how that goes. And, and this year has been has been one of those years in women's basketball. I mean, obviously, you look at her situation. Um, Coach Angel Elderkin at, at App State has battled had battled cancer as well. Um, but Nikki McRae uh, lost her life to cancer. Um, and uh, Tasha Butts at, at Georgetown, head coach, uh, again very abruptly it seemed like. So uh, it's a reality, and it's um, it's something that I, I wonder how you coach day to day is there is there that dialogue where you got to you know seize the day kind of kind of mentality I just I don't know how you do it um you know I feel I feel drained um myself right at, at full health uh, I can only imagine what what battling a, a, a cancer situation would, would do to your body and drain your body but um you know testament to, to her staff uh, her team because I'm sure they're 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 picking up for her uh, any chance they get James Madison head coach Sean O'Regan is with us on our pregame show leading up to James Madison in Southern Miss today. Let's talk about their actual basketball team they're putting on the floor. As you mentioned, they win their first seven games. Obviously, they've lost their last six, and the points they've given up has increased significantly over those six games. Uh, Dom Davis, one of the best players in the Sun Belt, 14th in the nation in scoring at 21 per game. Uh, What's top of mind as you get ready for this Eagles team? Yeah, just just awareness of those six games, right? It's a big deal that that they've they've quote unquote lost six in a row. Um, I've watched them all at Memphis. Memphis is a really really tough team. You play Cleveland State on Gulf Coast campus. Cleveland State is 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 a really good top ten mid major pole basketball team. Then you have to play Gulf Coast at Gulf Coast. 
that's a that's a crazy feat. Not ma not many people uh, accomplish uh, is winning down there. Then you go into Sun Belt, and I think the only real surprising one, right, if you looked at it on paper, is Marshall at home. Um, the other two, at Coastal, we lost that last year, and at Old Dominion, we, we squeaked one out in overtime. So um, the one game in there for me is maybe Marshall at home. And, and Marshall's 4-0 now. It, it, in co <laughs> correct, right? So um, it, it, it's not it, – if you look at just – you know, if you look at one seven in a row, lost six in a row, it seems crazy. But if you look at each particular game, um, they're a really good basketball team, and they've just fell short by by an by an inch um, to get going. Now, the last two games, I, I don't think they probably played how they wanted to uh, and finished how they did. But like I said before, Corey, it doesn't matter. We could be 100-0, and 0, they could be 0-100, and, and it, it just doesn't matter. We don't get any points for that. Uh, they don't lose any points for that. And so, you know, we're out here. we got to beat a team that, that's backs against the wall. Um, and the way I described it to our team last night is you're talking about, a, a, I think, a top-level team, so a top five, top six team that is 0-3 versus a, a, a bad team that's 0-3. They're not a bad team. And they have the preseason player of the year. Um, they're, they're, they're a good team that has had unfortunate um, luck or performances so far. So just making sure our team understands what we're doing here. And it's not, it's not a team that's, that's – they might be limping, right, but they're not, they're not weak. Um, and we got to come out here and play it like it's a championship game. But um, just to talk a little specifics, Dom Davis is the focus, right? Um, she, she's uh, 21 points a game. She scores in a lot of different ways. Her three's a lot better this year. Um, if she gets the corner on you, it's almost impossible to stop her. Um, and then, and then Grayson uh, as their center um, is a is a huge key. So, um, you know, she had, she was in severe foul trouble last time we played down here. Got two quick ones. Uh, ended up ended up really getting a quick third. Uh, didn't play very much. I think it was under ten minutes. Um, and then you know the the. The one that, that no one sees is, is Cornfield. If Cornfield plays well, they win. If she plays uh, poorly, as far as points, they, they, they have lost. Um, and so, you know, those three, I, I know there's a lot of good players on their team, but those three are, are really the focus. Um, and, you know, it will never be more focused on them than us, but, but you, you have to limit Don Davis. And the good part is we, we've had experience, right? We played Nunu Bradford, right? We played Izzy Higginbottom. Um, so we've had, we've had those players. Um, we've got to continue to do a good job on them. All right, Coach, well, we're looking forward to the matchup. Thanks so much for the time. Thanks, Corey. All right, we'll take a break and continue our pregame coverage in just a moment from Reed Green Coliseum, James Madison, and Southern Miss. You're listening to JMU Women's Basketball on the Morris Insurance and Financial JMU Radio Network.